stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm going solo again to talk about the Zach's rank and what to do, if anything, if your favorite stock falls to a Zach's number five strong sell. First, let's talk about the Zach's rank. Many of you are new to investing and you might be new to Zach's or the rank, or maybe you're like, what is the Zach's rank? I've never heard of it. So I'm going to talk about what it is and why we use it and why I consider it to be one of the best tools you can use to find kind of hidden gem stocks out there that people aren't really watching and um, also to keep track of what is actually going on with a stock you may own for quite some time. So since 1988, the Zach's number one rank has returned an average annual gain of 25.6%. So that's more than double the S&P 500 for that time. Now that is if you bought all of the Zach's rank number ones and then you followed it when it fell and then you sold and then you bought the new ones. Um, But still, it's an incredible track record over the last several decades, which obviously included the dot-com boom and then the bust, the Great Recession and that bust, and even the pandemic and now the rally after the global pandemic. So how do we get this rank? Zach's processes the earnings estimates from over 3,000 analysts, not Zach's analysts. These are the analysts out on the street. They work at 150 different brokerage firms. So um, they're not our own internal analysts. I think that's where some confusion always comes with the rank. People think it's just Zach's analysts sitting there. No, these are the street analysts and we get all the data in and we process all of that. Um, Len Zach's, the founder of Zach's, discovered that the earnings estimate revisions are one of the most powerful forces impacting stock prices. And the Zach's rank looks at four different factors on those earnings estimates. It looks at agreement between the analysts, the magnitude, that's the uh, magnitude of the change in the earnings estimate that the analyst is putting out, the upside, how much more you know, did they put into it, how much further upside, and then the number of surprises that the company is doing on the earnings um, every quarter. Because if they've been surprising, odds are good based on the Zach's rank and the methodology that that surprise will continue on. So the Zach's rank has five classifications and it goes from strong buy, which is the number one. And then you have the buys. Those are number twos. We have a whole bunch of threes, the holds. Then we have fours, which are the cells and five, which is the strong sell. So 80% of all stocks at any given time are in the hold category. That's the number threes. That's just the hold. There's nothing bad about the holds. Most stocks end up in the threes at some point in the course of a quarter Um, A lot of them do it, actually, because the rank, um, you know, kind of just it'll settle out into that middle portion as everything else, uh, the good and the bad goes into the more extreme sides, the strong sells and the strong buys. So on the street and among institutional investors, 
a lot of them use valuation models and those focus on earnings and the earnings estimates and so does the rank. So it tends to move kind of along the lines of what the institutional money is doing and that's what makes the rank a really powerful tool because um, the institutions like to buy the stocks with the rising earnings estimates. I mean, who doesn't? We all want the our earnings to be on the increase, right? I want to buy companies that are growing those earnings and having them move up. And they will, the institutions will sell a lot of the stocks where it's being cut or slashed because that might mean something not so good is happening at the company, right? So they'll get out of those. But you and I can use the Zacks rank to find those companies with rising earnings estimates uh, separate from what the institutions are doing because they're running their own models. But we can use the Zacks rank basically to find similar stocks. So the Zacks rank number one, the strong buys, that's always an elite group of stocks. There's usually between about 220 and 240 companies at any one time that are Zacks number one ranks. And that's out of 4,400 companies or so that the Zacks rank covers. So you can see it's a pretty big universe, but very small amount are in the number ones. But the same is true for the number fives. It's, it's the mirror image. So very small amount are in those also between usually between 220 and 240, give or take some on any given day. So one thing that's very vital with the Zacks rank, and this is what I get a lot of complaints about because people don't understand this part of it, is that it is a short-term recommendation. It's just one to three months because the Zacks rank is constantly changing. And why is it changing? Because it's based on those analyst estimates. So there may be no analyst estimate revisions for two months for a certain company. And then that company reports earnings. And what happens? Well, the analysts are going to revise their earnings, right? So they're going to revise up or down or whatever they're doing, most likely. And that's going to change the rank in the system immediately. Um, same thing if they give advanced or they pre-announce earnings guidance. Well, the analysts usually go in and change their earnings estimates based on the pre-announcement. And so then that's when the rank will change as well. So the rank can change daily as the system is constantly tabulating these new earnings estimates revisions that come in. Now, the most volatility in the rank happens around earnings season because obviously that's when most of the earnings estimates uh, change. But we still get the changes throughout the entire year because analysts are, you know, always reevaluating and some you might go to an analyst day or you meet with management and then the analyst is changing those estimates or a pandemic happens and those estimates have to be suddenly changed as well. So you never know, but the, it's constantly changing and so is the Zacks rank. So I get a lot of questions on something will be a Zacks rank one and then suddenly the next day it'll be a Zacks rank three. Yes, it can change that quickly in a day because it is computer driven. It's a computer algorithm. And as those estimates are changing in the entire universe of the 4,400 stocks, it means some are going to get tossed out uh, based on, you know, time. Maybe they've been as Zach's rank number one for three or four weeks. There's been no other estimate changes. So they're aging out and they get tossed for something 
that's new where the estimate changes have just come in. So keep that in mind too. It's not surprising to see these changes that can occur um, relatively quickly depending on what's happening with those earnings estimates. So if the trend is up, then you're obviously getting a higher rank. So if the analysts are all raising those earnings estimates, you're going to get the ones or the twos off of those, you know, estimates revised higher. If it's mixed, if you have like half of the analysts raising, half lowering, that kind of thing, you tend to get the hold a lot of times with those. But sometimes you could get still like a two depending on how many are raising versus how many are lowering. And the other components of the Zach's rank, the surprise, the magnitude, those other things. So if all the analysts agree and the estimates are being cut, that's when you get the lower rank of either the four, which is the sell, or the five, the strong sell. So what happens if your favorite stock is now a five strong sell? I've gotten nasty tweets in the past when their favorite stock has fallen to the strong sell and maybe Someone at Zach's or even myself has done a Zach's Bear of the Day, which is on our website on Zach's.com. We do one every Monday through Friday, the Bears of the Day. We also do the Bull of the Day. But the Bear of the Day is the Zach's number five strong sell. And so a lot of people don't want to see their stock being a strong sell anywhere, and they will be vocal about it. But remember, this isn't an analyst downgrade to strong sell. It means at least one analyst is probably cutting estimates on that company. And so the estimates are, you know, going lower in uh, for the full year or this year or next year. And so uh, the Zach's rank system looks at that, doesn't like it and lowers the rank. So over the last decade, some of the best performing stocks have been strong sales because it's a short-term recommendation and even the best companies see their earnings estimates revised lower at some point over longer periods of time. So take Netflix, for instance, ticker NFLX. It's been one of the best performing stocks over the last decade on the S&P 500 or just basically in the entire stock market universe. Uh, but I took a look at the longer uh Zach's rank rankiness on it, which you can get on the Zach's research system, which is a little more powerful product than just normal Zach's.com. But it was a Zach's five strong sell in 2014. That was the last time it was a five. And also before that in 2011. It was also a Zach's number four sell as recently as the second half of 2020. But as it has not dropped down to the strong sell since 2014. So that's not too bad, a seven-year track record of not being the strong sell, even though it was the sell in 2020. Now, um, the shares did trade, did tread water in 2020 during that time. So it was in that last six months of the year in 2020, after it got the boost of the pandemic and that we were all streaming everything. And then the stock kind of moved sideways for a while. And that's when it went to the sell, the number four, but it is now back to being um, in the buy category. And the shares have tried to break out again <laughs> to new all-time highs here in 2021. 
So what should you do if your favorite stock falls to a number five strong sell? Um, first of all, I would ask what your strategy is. Is this a long-term investment or is this short-term where you're trading it of some, some kind? But if it's long-term, the Zacks rank isn't so great of an indicator for the long-term. It's great at picking hidden gems and finding them and allowing you to buy into those. But over the longer holding periods of, say, several years, for instance, it's not so great. And so you need to keep that in mind if that's your strategy. Remember, the, the Zacks rank is really a short-term recommendation of just one to three months. So the long-haul investors, it's not so great. But the second thing I would do if this happens to you and you are a long-term investor is to take a look at those estimates. Go on Zacks.com and take a look and see what is happening for it to get a five. Um, and I would ask a couple questions too, because there are some particulars and uh, little, little kink things in the Zacks rank too. So I would look to see, is there one or two analysts on the consensus? Or is it one of the stocks, one of the big caps that has 20 analysts giving you know their earnings estimate revisions on it because with just one analyst well if that one person doesn't get it right you know then it's it's worse there is really no consensus with one person and so you're basically counting on just that one person especially if it's a small cap company that only has really limited coverage of maybe one or two analysts then um you know it's harder for them to quote unquote get it correct on, on a company and if just that one analyst is cutting, well, that could send it down to a Zacks five because all the analysts are in agreement essentially because there is only one. So the Zacks rank will feel like, hey, that's a strong indicator of a five if they're cutting. Also similarly, strong indicator of a one if they're raising. So look at that, look if it's a small cap, that is more volatile on the rank and look and see what, how many of the analysts are cutting and what is actually happening with those estimates. Then the third thing I would do is ask, what's the story with the company? Are the estimates being cut because of a change in the business? Um, or are the analysts getting it wrong? Are the analysts just too conservative? You know, are they holding back a bit when they shouldn't be? Um, is the company in a cyclical industry like the semiconductors? because that matters on what happens with the rank. So uh, I always take a look at Micron when I'm looking at the rank with the cyclical industry. So ticker MU is Micron. So it's had a crazy history, even going all the way back to 2013 of its Zacks rank because it is a cyclical. So it was a number one or a number two from 2013 to 2014. Then in mid-2015, as the cycle started to change, the estimates were cut and it did fall to the strong sell through early 2016. But then another cycle began and it went back up to a rank of one or two because those earnings estimates were being raised as the good cycle happened through mid-2018. And then, of course, again, because it's a cyclical it went back down to a five again. It was also a number five again in 2020. But by late 2020 into 2021, as the pandemic recovery was happening and they're in the up cycle again in the semiconductors, 
it's gone back to a number one again. So this is a very obvious cycle. And if you are a long-term investor, should you be trading this? This is like several years of a cycle here. You might trade it as a longer-term investor because you have time to get in for a couple of years, get out for a couple of years, get back in. But many might not. They might just hold through all these cycles. Right now, Micron is a three, a hold, so it's it's not anything. It's just kind of holding on right there. Um, still cheap though, with the PE now has fallen down to 14.7 because the shares have weakened just a little bit here on this tech sell-off, and those earnings estimates are on the increase. So I took a look at the Zacks number fives right now. So there are 218 of them right now. And some of your favorites might be in there. And I, I pulled out three favorites to kind of look at what was happening with those and to give you some idea of why you need to go look at the estimates and decide on your own what's happening. But the fives do signal that something may be going on there that you should at least be aware of. You might not want to be trading on it and you might not want to sell your stock if you're a long-term investor, but you should be taking a closer look at what's happening underneath the surface of any Zach's rank fives, because it does take a lot to get to the five category. The fours, not so much, but the fives, yeah, it takes it takes a lot more of the analysts revising lower usually to get to the fives. So the first stock I wanted to look at was Alibaba, because it does have a lot of complications in it, more than just those earnings estimates. So the ticker is BABA, B-A-B-A, so um, this has had all these issues, including the Chinese government crackdown on large tech companies, the Jack Ma issue where he went missing but now is not, and then the pandemic hitting, um, just a lot of different things going on behind the background with this one. Um, so if you looked at the shares, they haven't been performing that well. The one year they're up only 5.7% over the last year. That's really underperforming. Um, two years, they're up only 35%. The S&P is up 48% during that time period. Year to date here in 2021, they're down 9.3. S&P is up a little over 10%. So moving in the opposite direction from the S&P, but, and then the rank, it's a Zax 5, but it's been a 4 or a 5 all of 2021 so far, mostly. And that's because six estimates have been lowered over the last two months for fiscal 2022, and five have been lowered for fiscal 2023. So all the analysts are in agreement and still lowering on those earnings. Now, earnings are expected to be up 6.4% here this year, um, at least there's some growth there, but that's not that great of growth for a company you expect to be a big growth company, but expected to make 1058 versus 994 last year. And then a little bit better next year, analysts a little more optimistic at 19% earnings growth for fiscal 2023 at 1267. They now trade with a PE of just 19 times because the shares have come down quite a bit and are weak here. Um, and those estimates, while they have been lowered, are still seeing some growth. So you're getting some contraction on the PE here instead of PE expansion. 
And so as a value investor, that's a little interesting to me, but um, you have to know that the five, the Zacks five on Alibaba is signaling some of these underlying issues. The analysts have been cutting, but there are these other things that are maybe holding the stock back as well that all long-term investors should be watching and considering. Okay, switching over to kind of the opposite side story. So I chose Fiverr, ticker FVRR, and they are the company that connects the freelancers with businesses. They went IPO in 2019. Uh, This has been a super hot pandemic play because uh, a lot of people freelancing on the side and companies, you know, working from home, companies have been able to tap that talent and they have been tapping it. So in the first quarter of this year, revenue was up 100%. It was their best ever first quarter. So this hot pandemic play continues to remain hot. So why is it a Zach's number five, right? Strong sell here. So got to look at those estimates. Two are lower and one is higher in the last 30 days. And because those two are lower, obviously our the Zach's rank is looking at that and looking at the earnings estimates, which have moved down for this year to 43 cents down from 51. And so they're, they're weighing that and that's how they popped out with the Zach's rank of five, the strong sell. Now they made 29 cents last year. So they are going to see earnings up about almost 50% this year. So again, that it seems opposite of what the Zach's rank is supposed to show you, but the Zach's rank is just looking for those estimates, analyst estimates, revisions, and the trend in them. It's not looking to see if you're getting year-over-year earnings growth in the earnings. It's just looking at the trend, and the trend right now is lower, is being cut. Now, these shares were up um, 218% over the last year, but over the last three months, they have weakened in, in this tech sell-off and they're down 31%. And now year to date, they're down 2.4%. Still trading with the PE of 422 times, however. But this is one where if I was a long-term investor, I would look at those estimates and I would be like, well, the story still, still appears to be intact here. They just had the revenue up 100% in the first quarter. So we're not seeing the same underlying issues like in, say, Alibaba that, um, you know, is present in Fiverr. So that's where your own independent analysis as a long-term investor has to take place uh, if you're looking just at the Zach's rank, which, again, is a one to three month period. So that's Fiverr ticker FVRR. And then I took a look at one of the solar companies because a lot of them have low Zacks ranks of either four or fives right now. And Jinko Solar, ticker JKS, is a Zacks five. And that's because the solar industry is being challenged right here. They have supply chain issues. A lot of them have warned on the quarter and the year, basically, but the demand is still there. So they expect earnings to recover some of them in the second half of this year calendar year 2021 but certainly into 2022 so looking at jinko solar's earnings uh there's only one analyst that we have on zax.com so just one estimate 
And 2021 has been cut down to 164 from 353. So that's a decline, however, of 50 percent from 2020 Um, and 2022. You see the rebound as everyone in the industry expects it to be doing better. And so does this analyst. And they see it rebounding back up to 326. So that's a gain of 98 percent. But the solar stocks have been hit on these supply chain issues and this cut in the earnings. So year to date, Jinko solar shares are down 46 percent. They're still up 121 percent over the last year, but really getting hammered here on this Zach's rank of number five, the strong sell. P.E. is down to 20.8 on Jinko. So it has gotten cheaper here Um as the shares have pulled back and it'll appear a lot cheaper once we start looking at 2022 estimates, which again are going to be up almost basically 100% versus this year. So this is another one of those where if you just looked at the rank, you might not know anything about what's going on with the supply chain and these other issues in the solar industry, which are temporary in nature and will be fixing themselves into next year. So that's why you start with the rank, but you always have to check on everything else going on with the company and then make, again, your independent analysis about what's happening if you're a long-term investor on some of these companies. But in this case, the number five Zach's rank does reflect what's happened with the shares as the shares are down sharply on those earnings cuts because the trend has been lower on the earnings until it's not and until we get into next year and then the trend will reverse and go the other way. So those are some things to keep in mind when you're looking at the Zacks number fives. So there is no for sure answer on the strong sells on if you should just, you know, be selling once it drops to the five. The answer is for the long-term investors, no, you need to go and do independent research and see what's really going on with your company. But any company that does see their shares uh, fall to the five is, as I said earlier, a chance for you to go in and look around and uh, discover why that is happening because it does take a lot to get a stock down to that five rank. There are, in this case, only 218 of them out of a universe of over 4,000. So uh, something's going on there for all the analysts, or in this case with Jinko Solar, just one analyst, to decide to cut sharply. And so as an investor, you really should know what's happening (laughs) with your company and what's going on behind the scenes to see those estimates cut slashed like that, slashed by 50%. That's a big deal, especially in these market conditions with so many companies seeing earnings growth and um, good things happening with the earnings heading into this reopening. Why are some of these seeing the opposite? And that's what you need to be asking. And as always, we like our companies to be Zach's number one ranks, but um, I you know, have held all the ones over the course of all my years running the Zach's portfolios. And um, we expect there to be better performance from the Zach's number one ranks because the momentum is up there. Those earnings estimates are on the rise. That's what institutional investors look for and those of us in retail too that's what we're all looking for so those stocks tend to perform better um, in the short term 
but uh, you know they keep that momentum a little bit longer than some of these others. So keep that in mind as well. But I wouldn't panic just because your stock has become a Zacks number five, but take a closer look and see why that is and then figure out if it's something that is temporary or maybe permanent and it is giving you a warning sign and maybe you might wanna make some changes to the stocks in your portfolio um, after you do that research. So let me recap the stocks I talked about on this episode. So Netflix is the first one and it's ticker NFLX and it's been one of the best performing stocks of the last decade, if not the best performer. And it too has been a Zacks number five strong sell at certain points during that time period. So most stocks uh, can fall down there occasionally so you need to do your research, but that's Netflix and FLX. And then Micron is a is a example of the cyclical type play, which will see the Zacks number five rank two once it goes into the down cycle. But you can, if you're playing and trading the cyclicals, you can look at the Zacks rank um, partially to get an idea of when that cycle might be changing because the analysts do start cutting as it heads into that cycle of the down and they start raising when it heads into the up cycle. So uh, that's something you can use the Zacks rank for as well, but that's Micron ticker MU. Then Alibaba is a Zacks five, but it's had those issues, underlying issues, but the estimates are being cut there. Baba, B-A-B-A. Fiverr has had some estimates cut, ticker FVRR, F is in Frank, VRR. Uh, but it's seeing that big revenue growth and earnings expected to be up year over year, um, double digits as well. And then you have Jinko Solar, which does have the supply chain issues, as I mentioned, could be temporary because the analyst looks bullish for next year. But that's Jinko Solar, JKS, also a number five strong sell right now. But as always, be sure to subscribe to get us somewhere so you don't miss a single podcast. And check out Zax.com while you're at it. Um, a lot of things are you know, free to look at on Zax.com. Um, and if you want a little bit more detailed or you want detailed screeners, that kind of thing, you can always uh, join in our Zacks Premium account, and that gives you even more access to a lot of the uh, more specific data and excellent screening tools. But you can still check out those earnings estimates on Zacks.com if you want, and it's always good resources over there. And as always, you can get us the podcast on Zacks.com as well. We have a nice podcast page with all of our podcasts on there. Be sure to check that out. Just click the link up at the top. And you can also get us on Spotify, on Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. But be sure to get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.